Hello, and welcome to Soothing Pod Sleep Stories. My name is Laura. Tonight, I will be your guide on a wonderful adventure in the faraway land of Egypt. I am going to tell you the story of a real prince, the prince of Egypt, who lived a long, long time ago. This is an amazing story, which I am sure you will love. Before we begin the story, take a moment to put aside any other thoughts that are crowding your mind at this time. Inhale deeply. And exhale, letting your breath linger. Feel your lungs fill with fresh air on the inhale. And then, feel them release all the tension you may be holding with an exhale. As your breathing continues, I want you to imagine that you are walking slowly along the mighty Nile River. Are you ready now? Let's begin. Our story takes place a very long time ago, when the world was much younger than it is now. The country of Egypt was strong, powerful, and rich. The River Nile, which flows from the heart of the African continent, and then runs up and empties into the Mediterranean Sea, was one source of those great riches. Today, the Nile River is still the longest river in the world. Of course, back in those days of ancient Egypt, people had not yet measured all the rivers in the world. But still, they knew the importance of the Nile River. This river brought not just water, but minerals to the soil making it very fertile. So, even though large parts of Egypt were desert land, the land close to the river was green and lush. This was good for the Egyptians. They could plant food and build farms around the river, and it was by this river's banks that Egypt, one of the oldest civilizations in the world, became so powerful. The kings of Egypt, or as they called them, the pharaohs, figured out ways to build amazing structures, grand and tall. Some of them were so tall, they seemed to touch the sky. But in order to build their great cities, the rich kings needed builders. They needed workers who were strong and able to work the entire day without stopping. They needed workers who could pull heavy loads and endure. They found that the Israelites, a group of people who had moved to Egypt 
from a land called Canaan, were strong and hardy. The pharaoh thought they would make good workers. The king of Egypt, the pharaoh, was pleased at how his buildings were coming along. He was very rich and powerful, and many Israelites were working for him. He did not pay them much money, however. He only said that they would be allowed to stay in Egypt and eat good food as long as they kept on working for him. But soon, the pharaoh realized that the Israelites were growing in number. They had large families with many children, and those children were growing up to become strong men and women. The pharaoh started thinking about the future. In the years to come, would there be many strong men and women in Egypt who were not truly Egyptian? Perhaps, one day in the future, they would want to make themselves kings and queens in Egypt. This thought made the pharaoh very afraid. He decided he must do whatever it takes to stop them. But what? If he was to make them work harder, and they got weary, then who would build his cities? He had to think of a different way to make it hard for the Israelites to take over the land. Finally, the pharaoh came up with a plan. He had to stop them from having more children, the pharaoh thought, and put a stop to their growing power. He would make a law that would not allow any more baby boys to live in Egypt. And if a family would have a baby boy, he would take that baby away. Oh, what a cruel and wicked king. This king did not have a virtuous mind. He did not have a kind heart. Perhaps his parents didn't teach him to be kind to people. And so... He was not only unkind to the adult Israelites, but he was very malicious to the children of the Israelites too. When the Israelites heard about this new law, that they would take away baby boys from their families, they were terrified. One Israelite woman, whose name was Jochebed, has just given birth to a beautiful baby boy. Her baby boy was like most baby boys. He slept a lot, he drank a lot of milk, and he cried a lot. Jochebed loved her baby boy, but she also feared the king's new law, forcing people to get rid of all baby boys. And if her baby cried, well, the king's soldiers might hear him and take him away. And so, this good mother decided to come up with a plan. She would protect her baby by any means possible. Since there were so many of the king's soldiers patrolling the streets during the day and during the night, Jochebed could not simply keep the baby at home all day. She had to find a way to keep him without the king's soldiers discovering him. 
Jochebed thought of a very clever plan. She wove a basket that was just the perfect size for a baby and just the right height so that he would have room to breathe and play and just the right width so that when he'd lie inside it would be comfy. There was enough room in the basket for cosy blankets and the baby would feel perfectly warm and snug. Jochebed spent the entire day weaving this beautiful basket. She also made a basket cover for extra protection. Then she painted the outside with tar. This made the basket waterproof. And she laid brand new plush blankets inside, perfect for placing a baby's delicate and soft little body. When the basket was finished, Jochebed walked down to the River Nile to test it. She placed the basket on the water to see how well it could float. And just like that, as she had hoped, the basket floated perfectly. It bobbed up and down, up and down, rocking gently on the ripples. She was very pleased. It was the perfect basket for her plan. Next, Jochebed took her baby and placed him inside the basket. But before doing so, she made sure that he had proper warm clothes on, soft socks and a soft baby hat and mittens. Then, when he was ready for his day on the river, Jochebed placed him ever so carefully inside the cosy basket. It cradled him, just like a comfy baby bed. Jochebed asked her daughter, Miriam, to come with her. Miriam was almost a teenager and very responsible. She loved looking after her baby brother, and she knew that on that day, she had a very important job to do. At first, little Miriam tried to help her mother hide her new baby brother. But then Miriam understood the baby was getting bigger and louder, so they had to think of another way to save him. And when her mother showed her the basket, Miriam understood. It was the perfect size and so it would float nicely on the Nile during the day. The king's soldiers often patrolled the streets during the day. If the baby would remain hidden on the river, between the long, tall grass and bulrushes, they would not see him. Then, at night, his mother could retrieve him and bring him home safely. Miriam you must help me keep watch over your little brother while I go to work, Jochebed told her daughter. Yes, mother, I will, I promise, answered Miriam. So, into the basket the baby went. And onto the Nile River went the basket. 
It rocked and swayed gently on the water, back and forth, back and forth. This gentle rocking was calm and soothing. Soon, the little baby felt sleepy. The basket lid kept harsh sun rays out, and his little bed now seemed like a little boat. The baby felt the rocking. He liked it very much. He closed his eyes and smiled. He would have liked to stay in this little rocking boat for a long, long time. Jochebed left her daughter to watch over the baby in the basket, and then she hurried back to the house to work. Miriam hid herself amongst the tall grass and bulrushes so that she could keep a close eye on the baby without raising any suspicion. Up and down, back and forth, the little basket boat cradled and rocked the baby, up and down, back and forth, until he was sound asleep. And then a woman came by with a group of servants. She was not just any woman, She was the princess of Egypt. Miriam recognised the princess right away. The princess was coming down to the river to take a bath. She arrived and walked down to the riverbanks, took off her shoes and began to walk into the water. But as the princess started to enjoy the cool, refreshing water, She noticed something in the tall grass. There was something in the water. It was the basket. What is that? the princess asked. It looks like a basket, my lady, said one of her servant maids. How unusual, said the princess. Bring it to me at once. The maid did as she was told and went over to the basket. She pushed it over the water until she reached the princess. Then she carried the basket out of the water and lifted the lid. All the women peeked inside to see what the basket held. When they looked inside, they all gasped in surprise for inside was the most beautiful baby anyone had ever seen. A child, the princess whispered. Miriam was watching the whole time, listening to the princess's words. She was amazed at how kind and loving the princess was, and glad that she was not mean like her father, the king. The princess gently took the baby out of the basket and cradled him in her arms. He woke up to her touch, but he did not cry. He cooed and giggled and laughed softly. This made the princess giggle and laugh softly too. What a beautiful baby boy you are, she cried. And because I found you, You shall be mine. Miriam gasped a little when she heard this, 
but in the next instant, she realised that this was a good thing. If the princess made the baby her son, then no harm would ever come to him. By now, all the women were crowding around the baby, wanting to play with him and cuddle him. The princess was delighted to have a new baby boy, and she announced to everyone that she would keep and care for this child. But I have never taken care of a newborn before, she said. I need someone to nurse him for me, to feed him and help me take care of him. I need someone who knows how to be a good mother. All of her maidservants were young. None of them had any children of their own. Who could help the princess with such an important task? Just then, Miriam stepped forward. Please, your majesty. I know someone, she said, bowing respectfully to the princess. Come, child, called the princess. Don't be afraid. Tell me, who do you know who can help me take care of the baby? My mother, said Miriam. She is the best mother in the whole world, and she would be honoured to help you care for the baby. Wonderful, said the princess. Go and call your mother right away. I would very much like to meet her. Immediately, Miriam went to fetch her mother. She told Jochebed all about what had just happened. Jochebed could not believe her ears. What good fortune this was. And she felt the same as Miriam felt. If the baby officially became the child of the princess, then no harm would ever come to him. He would be safe in the palace. He would be a prince. Jochebed went at once to meet the princess. And when she arrived at the river and saw the love in Princess's eyes, she knew that although tough, this decision was the best one. She would allow the princess to be a mother to her baby, yes. And she would still be able to nurse him and care for him, just like a real mother. Hello, said the princess, when Miriam and Jochebed greeted her. This child says that you are the best mother in the world. She says you can help me nurse this baby. I can nurse him, your majesty, the baby's real mother answered. Then you shall be my official nurse for the child, said the princess. From this day on, you will be given a role in service to me and my new son. You shall be his nursemaid, and you shall help me raise him with care and goodness. Yes, your majesty, said Jochebed. It would be an honour. Don't worry, said the princess gently for no harm will ever come to him 
all to your family. Thank you, said Jochebed. I shall name him Moses, said the princess. He came to me from the magical Nile River, a blessing from the water. He will grow to be a prince and ruler of Egypt, perhaps the best this land has ever seen. And so it was that the little Israelite boy grew up in the palace of Egypt. It was just as the princess had promised. No harm came to him, and nobody ever dared do anything bad to Jochebed's family. Not even the cruel pharaoh. The princess protected the whole family and raised the child as her own son. He grew up to become the Prince of Egypt, educated in the ways of royalty. Jochebed was happy. Miriam was happy. The princess was happy. And the baby? Well, he grew up to be the happiest little prince anyone ever saw. This is how the story of Moses begins. And yes, it is just the beginning. But if you come back for another sleep story, perhaps another day, I will tell you what happened to the Prince of Egypt when he grew up. It is a long, long tale, so we will have to save it for another night. But thank you for joining me this time. I look forward to our next story together. Here on Soothing Pod. <laughs>